This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Butter me up, Daddy. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. a trend had our backs against the wall so we made that wall our friend that's tradition in my city and it's never gonna end if you looking for some heart let me show you where it's at right there underneath that jersey two birds on the back great, great, greatest fans in baseball we already on that stat every day's a holiday shouts out to matt that's october in st louis and you wouldn't understand unless you're from the city that made me to a man man 11 rings and counting i'ma need another hand but it doesn't sound better, so let's get this one for Stan. Rest in peace, Stan. Alright, that's enough. That's enough. You think Stan's looking down, going, "This is for me." I doubt it. I always like to hear the Joe Buck call of the freeze home run, though. Yeah. Is that the the most iconic moment in Cardinal baseball history? Wow. Big question. Maybe Coming in our lives. So we will see you tomorrow Certainly night. Certainly in my life. 100%. Yeah. For my life. I guess go crazy, folks. Yeah, that'd be another one. Those are just certainly yeah. in recent memory. People and who are shooter striking out Thomas to yeah. win the... Bob Gibson, 17 strikeouts. The home run for I guess the Wizards. They, they, they lost that World Series, which kind of yeah. mutes that a little bit. Sure. Um, I would say, yeah, go crazy, folks. And Enos freeze. Slaughter's mad dash around the bases to win the, what, 46th World Series? Old number nine, Doug. If you're really old, maybe. Enos Slaughter, yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're bringing up... <laughs> Base hit by Harry Walker. <laughs> Enos Slaughter. Then, uh, and Johnny Pesky held the ball. Well, there you go. Yeah, I would say that freezes moment. 
and then 1A would be Go Crazy Folks. But text on in your, yeah, what I you guess. think is the most memorable Cardinal moment. It is opening day. Anything is welcome on the Engineered Design Facilities text inbox. Uh, you are listening to the Appliance Discounters 8 o'clock hour. If you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than Appliance Discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com, where pricing has been adjusted to beat all competitors' prices every single day. Uh, Doug, Marshy Marsh, hmm. he sent us a, a, a question He's, uh, if you remember, Marshy Marsh, who, of course, has filled in several times on this show. Uh, he's the producer of The Fast Lane. He sent us a question about boob jobs mm. uh, maybe last week or two weeks ago. And he has another question. He was texting me a lot about it yesterday. He wants us our thoughts on it. So uh, okay. here's a question from Marshy Marsh. Sure. Hey, guys, I have another question <laughs> for you. I was talking with this girl from... The app Hinge, which is a dating app, and we were chatting back and forth, had a great time talking with her, and we started talking about the Dallas Cowboys, because she is a Cowboys fan, and somehow Dak Prescott was brought up, and we both agreed that he is mid when it comes to being a quarterback. And we're talking and whatnot, and she texts me today ranting on and on about Dak Prescott, which I totally understand because he's not that great of a quarterback in my eyes. And I didn't respond because I have a job to do. (laughs) And she then sent another one later apologizing for the rant. And when I went to respond after work, I couldn't because she unmatched me. Mm. What the hell? What would you guys do if you were me in this situation? Do you try and find her, or do you move on with your life and think, wow, maybe dodged a bullet on that one? Oh, you dodged a bullet. I couldn't agree more. Doesn't it depend on what she looks hard. like. Yeah. Dating's well. hard when you don't have the right gal. I got lucky on those dating apps and found one, but, you know, sometimes juice ain't worth the squeeze. Isn't that an odd thing to have an argument about? Is Dak Prescott's <laughs> ability as an NFL quarterback? It's odd is what it is. For it's me, I, me being a take smith, yeah, you'd probably I don't know, I, I, I would have responded. You would have been into that, wouldn't with you? With another take. So she came <laughs> you through. You ever with, been to the she came <laughs> Heaven's with, Gates called Bush Stadium, honey? Oh, honey. <laughs> she came through with a hot take about how great Dak Prescott was, and he didn't respond, and that was enough for her to call the whole thing off? No, so they both agreed that Dak Prescott, as in Marshy Marsh's word, is mid, meaning that he is not as good as advertised. Mid-level NFL quarterback. Sure, and um, they both agreed, and then she sent another, I guess, unsolicited rant about Dak Prescott, which to which he did not respond. Mm-hmm. She then apologized for sending the rant after probably a couple hours, because he's on the air for four hours, yeah. uh, of not responding to her original Dak Prescott rant. And then when he went back to respond, finally, after his show was finished, she had unmatched him, meaning oh. all messages are deleted and you can no longer correspond with huh. the person. She must have met another fellow. You nah. think? And that, yeah. I think that Not she was either embarrassed by her rant or she was upset no. with Marshy Marsh that he wasn't responding. And if that's the case on the on the latter, then he definitely dodged the bullet. If you were really connecting with someone, it wouldn't matter if you had a bad take. You just laugh that off and say, oh, that's crazy. It didn't seem like this was just like a two-week thing. It just happened. She was embarrassed. And I'm sure for Marshy Marsh's sake, I used radio to get with a lot of women. Because you did? <laughs> if you don't actually know how this industry works. Is that a panty dropper? This and show? how most of the times it's miserable. That was kind of an Iggy quote. Though. But on the outside looking <laughs> in, radio is a very creative job. 
And so, um, you match a dub. Look, all you got to do is show your dog and have a cool job, and you're going to get matched with a ton of people. That's what happened. Really? Again, I haven't been on a dating app in about eight years, seven no. years since we, I've met Madison. But how it was back then, there's no hinge. Um, Bumble barely existed. But, yeah, I, I, I would say used. she was embarrassed, and she knew his profession and didn't want the messages to be used for show content. Well, too late. <laughs> well, I get it, but I, I think maybe that was her thing. I don't think she was mad. I think she knew oh. kind of where they could potentially go as it being an on-air topic, which it is now. I don't know. I think there just probably wasn't a very good connection between the two of them. Yeah, you didn't use her name. So. Because you, if you were really seriously interested in someone, you would never let their opinion on an NFL quarterback <laughs> come between your relationship, would you? No, them dating oh. apps, man, are a... Hey, that that you gotta really grind. She through. met somebody else, but that's how the that's how the apps work, man. You're never, no one's in control because you have people matching with you all the time. Well, that would turn me off. Though. I mean, if you're on there trying to get sex and she's talking about I don't know if I'm trying Prescott, to get sex. I don't. Well, some people are looking for love. All right. Well, that's not the conversation I wanted. The very first conversation. Well, you don't get right to the sex part, do you? Right away. I don't have to. Skip the, skip the uh, <laughs> NFC East hot takes. Let's yeah. get right to the set. Yeah. <laughs> don't you have to start? Don't you have to warm up a little bit before you get right to it? With that? <laughs> hey, what do you think about Dak Prescott? Okay, come on over and let's have sex. Well, I think if you were trying to lay the foundation of maybe we actually have something in common, maybe we enjoy both enjoy football and. Yeah, Maybe there's something could that. be a oh, long-term yeah, you, thing. You can't put stainless steel appliances in the house without building the foundation. No, you cannot. Boy, how they use a mouthful there, Plowhawk. Uh, but if there was really someone you were interested in, you wouldn't risk going right to the sex talk, would no, you? No, no. I, as someone who's on these apps, uh, most of the conversations like fizzle out after a what couple What apps are you on? Hinge and Bumble. I've do, I've, I'm done with Tinder. It's all bots, uh, it seems like to me. That's where um, me and Madison met. But, but again, that was like when Tinder was like the only dating correct. app, right? This was the only one. Hinge is now so much the move. It's, is Hinge the one that says the app meant to be deleted? Yeah. Yes. Which is a cool it's pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, tagline. What does that mean, meant to be deleted? So you meet somebody. you meet somebody. And oh, then and then you delete, delete the, the app. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that good? Gotcha. That's yeah. good marketing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hinge, I would say Hinge is the is the premiere of the of the day. I, yeah, that's basically the only one I use. But a lot of these conversations fizzle out after a couple of days because it's like, I don't know. It's I, I personally am not a guy who like likes to just text back and forth. Like let's say, let's meet up, let's have a let's have a date and yeah. let's see. Because you and me messaging on this little app here isn't going to get us closer to home. What like, do you get a lot of pictures? With the pic, there's profiles with pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so that, your pictures up there all the time. So there could be there could be women perusing your picture right now, sizing you up. Yeah. Seeing what's what. You ever get messages during the radio show? Or sometimes out. when we say Jackson and you go, what's up? Can <laughs> no, that be that you're looking at your... It's never because I'm on Hinge. hinge. It's mostly because oh. I'm doing uh, show business. Okay. But, if you're um, trying to match with somebody at 7 in the morning, that ain't a good I look. do respond mm. sometimes, though, when I wake up, which is 5 a.m., and they're like, why the hell are you up at 5 in the morning? Yeah. It's like, well, I do this... This uh, glorious, glorious industry called morning talk radio. Sure you do. And, uh, you know, we Penny wake girl. up early. But that's just my commitment. I think that is a, a girls like that, you know. He can get up. He's responsible enough to get up every morning for his yeah. job. I think they'd much rather have somebody who gets up too early than somebody who sleeps in. Says, ah, why do I have to get up early? Or, you hit the nail on the head right there, Doug, except Fridays. I'm always you don't find a whole lot of early risers who are not successful. <laughs> 
Yeah, but eight hours of sleep is more important than just getting up early for the sake of getting up early. Well, if you don't have a reason to get up early, it doesn't make sense. But even if you don't have a reason to get up early, it doesn't mean it's a good thing to sleep till 10, 30, 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Uh, Doug, we have lots in common. I think you should lay some foundation in my boy hole. That's from okay. Suckboy Tony of Sue. I don't like Suckboy. <laughs> See, and what's expensive, like dating apps and dating in general is so expensive. Like, because if you find a girl and talk to her and they want to go out on a date, you're typically paying 80, 90% of the time. Maybe you'll have some girl that, you know, want to go Dutch, what have you. But if you do that, like, a, one or two times a week or, you know. Yeah. That is... Well, that's just life. It's always been that way, isn't it? Yeah, but... I don't know. If you meet somebody at a bar, you already have the face-to-face confrontation without having to spend the money on the meals and the drinks and... Right, but after a night at the bar, you're probably going to go on a date afterwards. If you really yeah, like you know her, you won't care, then, though, right? And if, if you, you really, don't, then yeah, you won't. I would if you much really rather, like her, you won't care. I'd much rather spend $100 on a girl I like than $100 on bubblegum or whatever yeah. else you'd spend your money on. That's just an example. I don't spend $100 a, a month on yeah, bubble that's gum. A, that's a, that'd be a lot of gum. <laughs> that's an addiction. Yeah. Let's just do a Zoom call, Zoom dinner. You cook your dinner, I'll cook my dinner, let's Zoom together. And we now can that's the lazy way out. Can you imagine the reaction of a few more? What are you eating over there, dinner. Susie? I'm having pork chops. Good. I'm going to get some more wine. I'll be right back. Uh, you get down to the end of the evening, cheese. you may drink some coffee together. And then you could just... probably just FaceTime that. You wouldn't have yeah, to go they, through Zoom. They just have Zoom sex. This, this, I'm filing this under your cartoon video and porn game combo of of, of interesting business ideas. That would have been... That would have made money if they would do that. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, don't get me wrong. I'm beyond happy I met my wife on Bumble. But I'm not looking forward to the conversation with my children one day when they ask, where did you meet mommy? And if I'm being honest, I have to reply with that one hungover morning on the toilet after too many shots at Tulania's, I thought their mom was hot while scrolling through my phone. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener, and Dougie's a Hall of Famer. Yes, but the he pro- sure is. The problem with that is nobody should care. Like, me and Madison tell people all the time we met on Tinder. I, I think the... the it's wh- much where more you, normalized now. Yeah, where did you meet stories are for people that grew up in the 50s. You know, you met at a... What is it? A skating rink, and then you went to a sock, sock hop, the 50s, and then you all the way up to two thousand. Had a probably. milkshake. I mean, yeah, those stories are very common. We had nothing to do. Well, but... well, you didn't have the internet. You couldn't connect to people. Well, no, that's if what I'm saying. You wanted to meet anybody. You had to go to a party or a bar or a roller school. rink. <laughs> roller rink, malt shop. I got some of my early Jack action at uh, some of my early action at uh, Red Bird Lane high school dances. Oh, Skateland. Of course, it I was out of high school already, and I was going, but. Don't you think it was better to probably meet people face to face? Oh yeah, rather than online. High school oh. dances, Ziggs. Yeah, that's why I. What when you were in like, <laughs> like with classmates? Yeah, and that's where you. Same Mary, Saint Mary Magdalene Gymnasium. Boy, you were a smooth dog back then. Isn't Saint Mary yeah. Magdalene middle school or elementary school? No, it goes uh, first through eighth. That'd be grade. That'd be like grade school. Grade school. Yeah. Do they ruin kids? And that's where you got the action in grade school? No. Yeah. No, nice. but when I got out of high school, I was still going to high school dances. I mean... When you got out of high school, you <laughs> went back to the high school dances? Uh-oh. Why not? I mean, I'm, I'm a because year it's older. Because it's for the high school kids. All right, kids. so the, the high school kids are seniors are 18, and I'm now 19, or maybe still 18. I'm a year older. Yeah, it's I think so. It's not like I'm going to high school dances when I'm 50. No, I think once you're out <laughs> of high school, you're done. Which I don't know, but... I think you're done. Once you're out of high school, no, that's it. A lot of uh... how how old were you when you continued to go to these high school dances? I was like eighteen, nine. Online, he calls himself a Latino man, five fifty nine. 
I remember in college, like the first week, there'd be some kids who wear their uh, high school letter jackets and things. They'd be just shamed. Yeah. They would never wear that jacket again. Yeah. The idea of going back to high school once you're in college was like, right. oh, my God, no way. And then, like, wearing fraternity letters after you graduate college, yeah. too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, get, grow up a little bit. <laughs> um, dating apps are great, but nothing can ever top AOL lesbian chat rooms. That's where Iggy got into his long-term <laughs> masturbating relationship with his brother-in-law. Thanks. An online lesbian at 2 a.m. looking for a horny man. Yeah, that's why I didn't bring it up, because as soon as I do, this guy brings it up. It's funny. If I bring it up, oh, I've heard that story a thousand times. Who cares about the chat room? So I haven't brought it up. And it was your brother-in-law you were Not talking to. Oh no, we were both we were both on though. We knew I knew his name. <laughs> so you know, if I got Biff or Biff, it wasn't going to be Biff, or oh. Biff. Biff nineteen was his name. Why don't you get on one of these apps now, Iggy? I don't, I don't know how. And they cost money. Well. Everything costs money. Everything well, costs. I don't something. need to. I'm not going to pay to get a date. I, I don't have, care. I have Hinge and Bumble. I don't pay a nickel. So how do you? They're free. If you want to, if you want to like somebody and you want to leave a message, or so you, it's just free. Yeah, if they match you back. So how do they make money? The app. Uh, because some people do pay. Because if you what pay, would you pay for? So like, say it's Bumble, Doug. Um, you can see who's liked you already, and then you can select from that. Otherwise, you have to go through their swiping interface, and you might find someone who's already liked you. You might not. Yeah, so you got to pay. But uh, And also, your your profile is more available to people. Like, you'll show up a lot more on people's uh, if pages. You pay, you'll, if you pay, you may find somebody. But, I mean, I mean, I have, like, four messages with girls right now. and I have Oh, have you? Could you read one? Share with well, I've, I nah. swiped, like, 9,000 girls when I was on there, and I got nothing. Well, wow. and then it was always thinking up. You want to see more? Nineteen ninety-five for the first six months. You mean you swiped us and you like them? Yeah, and then it'll say none of them match. But then it'll say somebody liked you. Nineteen ninety-five. We'll see who it is. You got to pay to see who liked you. Right, but you could just swipe and eventually find out. Well, eventually, yeah. Okay, don't make that. Yeah, just power swipe and like everybody. I'm not you'll doing you'll that get some that. matches. Yeah, um, I will, and then they come back to me. Hi. 95. Oh, wow, 95? It's still using Tinder. I don't think there's a lot of 95-year-olds on the thing. I bet there's a couple 90s. Yeah, I'll take Probably. It. You would take that? Enter yeah, that she's back got game. money, I'd take it. Yeah, she... Huh. Uh, how, how deep into the conversation do you get before you ask how much money she's got? <laughs> After you sex <laughs> with her? Right off the bat. Really? Yeah, what do you live on? What do you live on? That's the question? Yeah. What are you living on? Social Security, husbands, wealthy. Yeah, what if it, what if their location says like Clayton? Then you'd have to assume they got some money. No. Yeah. But I'd still have to ask. No. No. I mean, what if they ask you? What, how would you respond? Say mm-hmm. none of your business. Oh. You should be like, I'm an HD2 radio, because that <laughs> yeah. really does answer every else? other question. Mm-hmm. HD2, is that all you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten some uh, responses on people's most memorable cardinal moments, and I want to share some of them. Okay. Uh, Pujols is Homer off Lidge. That was uh, yeah, that's, that's up there. Up oh, they there. lost that series, so right. Um, one that for me that just came in that I love is Wainwright striking out Beltron to end the 06 NLCS. Yeah, that's that a was, good one. That was pretty incredible. I mean, that was filthy. That was a Wayno's rookie year, was it not? Closer. It was. He was reliever. I know he came up with the team in 05, but his first playoff run was 06. Uh-huh. Beltron was such a nice guy. He was. Yeah. Great. I mean, at that time too. That's. Beltron's peak. That was his absolute prime. Was like 2006. He was like 
one of the best hitters, God, he was if not good, the yeah. best with hitter Houston, in the league. Houston, he was, he was even better. Yeah. That yeah. playoff series with Houston, every time he came up, he thought he was going to hit right. a home run. Right. In that, like, probably from, like, 04 to 07 or 08, that's mm-hmm. when he was in his absolute prime. And he was like, what? I mean, that lineup was sick. The Mets were so good that year. And the yeah. fact that the Cardinals won that. Ooh, yeah, that's one. Uh, someone said McGuire breaking the record is up there yeah, for him. But that was a bad team, was it not? 98 was a, not yeah, the not best a good team. team. Yeah. Uh, Edmonds walk-off in 2004. People are saying, uh, but the stakes were never higher than when Freeze hit the right. Home run. That's the thing. You'll never get you ever top. You'll that. never get the stakes of that. If only much, if, only if it won well, Game seven, seven. Right. Exactly. We're pretty much naming like everything that's ever happened in a Cardinal game. We're just reminiscing here a little bit on opening day. Is all. We'll do this again 365 days from now. We did it 365 days prior to this. I was at the opening day when McGuire hit a uh, grand slam to beat the Dodgers. That was 98, too, I think, opening day, mm. if I remember that correctly. That would have been around my birth, Doug, March 13th, 1998. You know, it was a year we just knew he was going to break the home run record that year before the season ever started. We just knew it was going to happen for some reason. And I'll be darned if opening day he didn't hit a grand slam. It's a good start. It was. Yeah, it was. My most memorable moment was when the short, scrappy guy ran all the way past first base at full speed, even though he was out by 15 feet. That's from the new pull. Nice hustle, Aaron Miles. (laughs) God, they got some hustlers on their team. Yeah, well, that's what you want. Uh, What I want is is meat, and I want it directly in my mouth. Iggy, where can I find some meat for my mouth? (laughs) Iggy, I had the uh, ribeye last night. What'd you have? Cooked it it with risotto and some um, charred cucumber. Oh, was was it? Charred cucumber. Kind of cook it on the skillet with some seasoning. Look charred, but seasoning. You burnt a cucumber? Yeah, Doug. It was all about the meat, though, boys. Okay. Yeah, I got, uh, last night I pulled out some um, bratwurst. Did you? Ooh. I'm thawing. I'm gonna have some bratwurst tonight on the grill. It's gonna be 70 degrees. So. From Brush Creek Farms. Yes. Uh, most wonderful time of the year, Doug. Warmer weather. March Madness is uh, almost over. We got this weekend and Monday. Uh, Cardinal baseball starts today, but more importantly, grilling season. Brush Creek Valley Farms has teamed up with us to create the TMA box just for our listeners. The TMA meat box contains pasteurized, pasture raised. I almost said it again. Pasture-raised. Pasture-raised ribeyes, sirloins, filet, and pork chops, and each cut is as thick as the day is long. That's not enough. Every item they sell, it doesn't contain any added hormones, doesn't contain any antibiotics uh, to ensure that uh, our walruses are well-fed. So here's what you do, Doug. Well, you don't have to. Our listeners can do this. Go to BrushCreekValley.com and search TMA at the top of the homepage, and you'll be directed straight to the TMA meat box just click on that. You automatically get 10% off. Well, that's nice. You don't have to do anything. 10% off is nice. I enjoy it. And that's that. what you get. You get the two ribeyes. You get the two fillets. You get the two sirloins and four pork chops. Mm. Um, so that's all you do. And if you prefer, you can build your own box. You may just, you know, I really don't want any sirloins, but I want some extra fillets. Uh, I'm having a party uh, next weekend. I got 20 people coming over. I'm going to need some of this. Put your own box together. Sure, you can do that. Uh, but when you do that, you need to make sure that uh, you enter TMA 10. At checkout. TMA TEN. TMA one zero. One zero. Okay. Uh, when you check out. Case sensitive? That's ten percent. No, just TMA. Okay. Um and that's if you're putting your own box together. Otherwise, oh, yeah. if you get the TMA box, you don't have to do anything. No. So support local family farm, go to brushcreekvalley.com, order your TMA box or build your own box, and have great tasting beef or pork delivered straight to your door. Brush Creek Valley Farms, high quality meats for a low brow audience. Just a great way to go. You know, if you go to the grocery store, you know where you're getting the top product. I right mean, here. it is so good. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, you go to the grocery store, you don't know how old that meat is. No, you, you know don't. where it came from. Uh, this in there in Cuba, Missouri. 
You're not going to get 10% off? No, and it's great meat. You know you're going to get... I mean, you have to have a nice... You have, if you can find a good butcher, it's like a, finding a good mechanic. You stick with it. Yeah. You got a good butcher? Yeah, Brush, Brush Creek, Creek Valley. Valley. And it. we're running the TMA app contest to win a $50 gift card to Brush Creek Valley Farms. Customers are guaranteed to receive top-quality steak, burger, roast cuts monthly. Users can build their own box, purchase curated box, like the TMA box that he was just talking about, or buy in bulk. Uh, so you just go on to TMASDL.com or the TMA app, and you can sign up to win a $50 gift card to Brush Creek Valley Farms. You can also sign up to be the TMA Listener of the Month presented by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Doug, it's March 30th. We'll have to we'll have the papal conclave tomorrow mm-hmm. to decide on the Listener of the Month. Uh, Brian Henschen, Buck Swope. Folks are saying Arbor Day. This is going to be a hotly contested month. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Beer Cats and Natty Nate, so Illinois representing hard in the first two months of the year. Can someone from Missouri win in the third month, or will it be Indiana with Brian Henschen? I don't know. And yeah. when Plowsy lights the blunt, the smoke will indicate that a decision has been reached. Absolutely. Correct. Spark it up. Definitely do that. Spark I'll do it, it up. for the people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, and then spark up our fine folks. Call that secret phone number over at Munganass. Plaza, can I hear a little bit about Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota? Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour sponsor on TMA. Presenting sponsor on Balloon Party and the official automotive provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And it is that way because we are so happy to be partners with Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Love the fact that so many of our audience members have started to do business with Jamie Burkhardt. Clayton Patterson and Peter Munganast and experience the difference that is Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And they appreciate it so much so that they have set up a specific phone number for you to text or call with questions, requests you may have. That number is 314-252-0029, 314-252-0029. And you can always go shopping at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, or Peter Munganass. It's Munganass, stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. That's St. Louis Acura. It's Munganass. Get involved in the show. The Engineered Design Facilities text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Uh, you can call and I guess I, I we're, we're a four-man crew today. We're one man short, so uh, answering the phones might be difficult, but you can call us. We ain't answering them, but call. Or just answer. Just put anyone on the air. And then, of course, you can email in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. The prize today, two reserved VIP seats to see the film Air, starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Advanced screening on Tuesday, April 4th at 7 p.m. at AMC Esquire 7. That is the prize for today and tomorrow, all week. We're giving away the two reserved VIP seats to see the movie Air. Doug, you going to see the air about Jordan? Uh, 
I may. Might I don't watch know. it at home when it comes out on streaming. I don't know how much I need to see about Michael Jordan before I finally know the story. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, it's a lot. I don't even think Michael Jordan is like. It's more, much more about Phil Knight, and Nike, and yeah. the creation, giving a rookie his own shoe, not just a shoe deal, but his own signature sneaker, and how that has launched. I guess sneaker culture. Maybe it's good. It, the, it's not the topic that really fascinates me too sure, much. Sure, sure. It's the not, sneaker business, but that's that's, that's I am like a sneaker head like that, where I love that kind of a stuff. A sneaker head. Yeah, where like that kind of stuff really interests me. How so. many sneakers do you own? Uh, over like the pat, like my wife a lot, but right now I've sold a lot of them, and so right now I have a. You rotation. sell your shoes? Yeah. Who do you sell your shoes to? Friends. I mean, there's a whole, there's a, a literal stock market of reselling sneakers. That people's living sometimes is reselling sneakers. Used shoes. No, not some used, some in perfect condition. Yeah. But they're used, even in perfect conditions. You've worn them before. No, mine, yes. But other people buy sneakers, never take them out of the box, and resell them. Well, yeah, those are like those are like investing. Yeah, there's a. It's called StockX. There's a little stock market for sneakers. What's the most you've ever paid for sneakers? I hate even to say sneakers. Three hundred dollars. Tennis shoes. Tennis. They're tennis shoes or Keds. I always say sneakers. Three hundred dollars. Wow. Three hundred dollars for a pair. Of Crazy. I've got one pair of tennis shoes. They're an old pair of. Pumas. But it's just different. 30 bucks, maybe? Man, 35. Like 35 bucks at uh, Shoe Carnival. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I do have a pair of uh, black leather Pradas that I got from the uh, Asian's apartment. Yeah, that you stole. <laughs> I just no, I think ransacked. I think, ransacked would be the correct one. I have a couple pair of Hoka's. Have you ever worn Hoka's? Really comfortable. Big, yeah. thick sole. I mean, it looks like you're I see them at the gym all old. the time. Yeah. God, are they comfortable. Are they? Most comfortable shoes I've ever... I used to walk a lot in my neighborhood... And I'd get home, and my feet would be so sore, and I thought it was a problem with my feet. It was just because I had cheap shoes on. Yeah. I got the Hoka's, and I had no foot problems at all anymore. I see them at the gym all the time. They look—I mean, they look okay. Some of them look like—I'm like, ooh, those are some old man shoes. Yeah, they are. Hospital they are. shoes. But <laughs> big, thick soles. Man, they are comfortable. Aren't New Balance the old people's shoes? Uh, I, I don't know. Isn't that like a Z on the side? If you're an old person, any shoe you wear looks like an old person's shoe. <laughs> They're always like nine sizes too big. You see the older people walking in the mall, and they're maybe five foot seven. They got like 14s on. They have swollen feet. <laughs> like that. Look at the size of that foot. <laughs> mm. yeah. uh, you haven't lived until you bought not, knockoff $15 Nike slippers from Etsy. That's from Tom Traven. Well, they were $49.95. Ooh. So they weren't cheap. Flex. Nice. And they're comfortable. No, I paid it all at once. Nothing will ruin your day more than a, a bad pair of shoes, an ill fitting pair of shoes. I mean, your day's ruined. That's why I stopped buying them from uh, Nordstrom Rack. Because uh, I would see shoes that I like. They'd be on sale, whether they'd be Steve Madden's or whatever. I said, oh, Madden's are on sale. Always get eight and a half. Too small. God. So I have to take, I had drive them into Brentwood to take them back. But then they don't, don't give you. Do you try the, them on at the store? No, I don't buy them at the store. I don't, I buy them online. Oh. But they return them. You go to the Nordstrom Rack in Brentwood. Or Richmond Heights, we're not really yeah, sure. But they yeah. don't. But they don't give you your, your, what you paid uh, ship. You don't get your shipping back. No. So and the next time, okay, I'm gonna get nine this time. And they're like boats. My like, God Almighty. Well, just go in the store the first time and try them on. They never have what you're looking for. I've gone through all the eights, eight and a half, and nines at Nordstrom Rack, and, and it's like got nothing. Uh, listeners in the Engineers of Time facility text box are raging. Uh, did Leather just say the New Balance has a Z on the side? What the hell? It's an N for New Balance, you moron. Hey, it looks a like Z. a Z if you turn sideways. Did Iggy just say there's a Z on the side of New Balance? How about an N, old man? 
Come on, old. <laughs> I didn't hear that part, or else I would have said something. Yeah, I, I missed it, it too. It depends how you're looking at the shoe. If you turn it one way, it looks like a Z. Yeah, but I mean, well, I could give you a, if I gave you a check for sixty bucks, you could flip it and make it ninety, but it doesn't make it ninety dollars. <laughs> uh, apparently, one of Shaq's sneakers can hold a gallon of milk. Oh my god! Really? It's like size. 24? 23, I think. Yeah, yeah. 23 or 24. Yeah, aren't you glad you're not that big? Un- unless you could be an NBA star, it would just be a miserable way to go oh, yeah. through life. And then it? afterwards, it can be miserable, too. At least you have the money. But I can't imagine how he fits in a car. He, he, When he would buy, I've read multiple biographies about Shaq, the best one written by Jackie McMullen of Boston Sports. Um, and he would buy a Lamborghini or something, a very nice car, and he, he couldn't buy a coupe. It would have to be a sedan. Maybe not a Lamborghini, but he would have to buy a sedan. And they would take out the front seat, and he would sit in the back. Yeah. And one time, he did buy a Lamborghini, and they took he bought two, and they chopped them and melded them together <laughs> so that they were, so it was longer. Oh, wow. And then he also bought a car and put an aquarium in the back because he thought it would be really cool. And yeah. he put the speakers right next to the aquarium, filled it with fish, drove it to the Magic... Uh, training facility, and when he arrived in Orlando for the training facility, all the fish had died because they were blown out by the speakers. <laughs> they had just died of vibration. <laughs> he seems like a really good guy. At least his image is that. I, I don't know what he's like behind the scenes, but he seems like he couldn't be a nicer guy. Oh, yeah. He just had hip replacement surgery. Um, but, yeah, he seems, I mean, he's yeah. super, seems super cool, and, like, he's probably the most unique guy in sports. Wouldn't you think if you're that size, you'd just come to the realization that I can't have a little Lamborghini or something like that. It's going to have to be a big, giant SUV. Yeah, I think he does, but get. He, when you have that kind of money, man, you can do so much. But I think, would he be the best player, t- like the best athlete and best commentator combo? Like both incredible at his sport and incredible in the broadcast sector. Yeah, Barkley's like that. But Shaq was way better than Barkley ever was. Yeah, I don't know. Shaq's a Barkley's a Hall cha- of Famer too, isn't he? Yeah, but Shaq's a four-time champion, arguably one of the most dominant players of all time. John Smoltz is a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Shaq would be higher in his. Shaq might be a top ten player of all time. Troy Aikman. You still, I yeah. still take Shaq. Yeah. Well, then you say like, anybody, or you just want to? No, no. I'm saying like, is Shaq the best player to ever play? Who's also a really good broadcaster? Wayne Gretzky does a little broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So that I, I have never heard Wayne Gretzky on the and on the, he does TNT, right? So yeah, I've never, studio show. I don't know if he's I've, ever done games. I've never heard. Well, Shaq doesn't do games either, but I've never heard like their post game show. So I don't yeah. know how good Gretzky is. I'm sure he's great. I mean, he's the great one. So yeah, you don't you, have to be great. When you were that good of a player, yeah. everything you say, people go, oh, wow, must <laughs> ah. be true. Thierry Henry, uh, mm-hmm. who's a great soccer player, who does CBS's stuff now, who's an all-time great. Um, Never heard of him. Thierry Henry? It's like one of the most famous French soccer players yeah. ever. Yeah, well, I don't follow French. Didn't soccer. he give the headbutt in the World Cup? That was somebody... Zinedine Zidane. Oh, that's right. He's now the—I believe the he was, he was a French player, and he— uh, is either a coach. I believe he's coaching somewhere. Maybe the dogs can get him. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Dogs don't need him. They've got all the... Leo Messi oh. might be coming to the MLS, and all the that. MLS teams will be paying for it. Everybody's got to pay for it. Well, because like the way the MLS is set up, there's not like... The team owners have equity in the teams, but it's all the teams are owned by the MLS. Yeah. So to pay someone that much. But think about if Messi were to come to America to play in the MLS... Imagine all the any game he would play in, whether it's home or away, would be a sellout. We already have that. 
Right, but uh, talking, about, talking about all across the league. Wasn't and, there thought that he would go to Miami? Yes. Then he have some connection there? David Beckham owns yeah. Inter-Miami, yeah. so uh, there would be... But if he came, like, every single game he would play, it would be a sellout. And How old is he now? 35? Leo Messi, 35. Why would he come? Have I mean, you uh, seen... Make a boat, boatload well, of money. he can't make what he was making in Argentina. He never he played in Spain and oh, wherever he's from. He's from Argentina, but he played for Barcelona. And now no, he's I'm on Paris. Was, was he making like seventy million dollars a year? He makes this forty-one was, this year. This was the other day when Lionel Messi went to eat yeah. dinner in Argentina. <laughs> I'm even, not kidding. Really? Look at the cru- <laughs> He's eating dinner at a restaurant. And look at that. That looks Word like got out a that rally. he's having dinner there, and people yeah. came out of their homes. He and could, look he at couldn't that. Move. That it's absolutely insane. It's kind of like me when they find out I'm going to Westport. It's like, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's got to be four thousand people out there. You could see why he would want to get away from that. But he. He's gonna be a billionaire. Like, I mean, he. If I don't know what he is now, but like, he's going to be an ambassador for the game out there. He, I mean, he makes forty-one million right now with PSG. So yeah. So at this point, he's just going wherever he thinks he had the best time. Right. And a lot of guys who are older, Zlatan Ibrahimovic did it. Beckham's done it. Kaka did it. Guys. Kaka. Guys who are out of their prime. But can still make a ton of money and be dominant. Come play in the MLS. And Messi this is could, him leaving dinner. He can't even leave. And entering the American market for endorsements is huge. <laughs> Messi can walk around like grabbing him by the neck. If and you were to, to kiss walk him. around West County Mall, most people wouldn't have any idea who he is. Totally disagree. I, I think dis- he would be mobbed. Most I, wouldn't know. Who I, he think was. He I think he is the one awesome. guy in the world that would be noticeable. Ronaldo too. Every so. single. I don't, think, I don't think he's got a distinctive enough look. Well, he's for really people, short. He's for really people to stop and say, wow, that's really him. I don't Maybe think, not from totally the back. Disagree, it's but... one thing if it's Shaq and you say, wow, that well, guy's yeah. huge. Oh, wait, I know who that is. This guy, you wouldn't even know who he was. Oh, 100. I think if he walked around West Ham Mall, he would be mobbed like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I don't dude, know. I think. I don't know. Same with Ronaldo. I think Cristiano Ronaldo would be the same way. I'm not a big soccer guy. Ronaldo's more I... recognizable, I think. Dogs players could walk around the West Ham Mall and no one would know who they are. Oh, yeah. Clive could walk around and. What about Berkey? I saw Yadier Molina at West County Mall once. Nobody was mobbing him. Yeah. Probably afraid I saw Janoris Jenkins. I said, hey, Jack Rabbit, good luck this season. <laughs> and then they moved. <laughs> How much did Beckham make when he signed with LA Galaxy? See, Do you know? Um, he was certainly the highest paid player in the yeah, league. Yeah, because that was a while back. Just curious what he was like said. one of the first guys to make that move over. Yeah, yeah. And I actually used to watch the LA Galaxy million. on ESPN to watch Beckham play. Yeah. $6.5 million annual salary, which was a 70% pay cut from what he was making with Real Madrid. Yeah, but you also get... But you're also entering the U.S. endorsement market. Yeah, and his wife was kind of in the spotlight right as well in terms of was she acting or I forgot what it was. was Yeah, got into Hollywood just to be closer to for her work as well. Yeah, Uh, Ronaldo and Messi are more famous than every American athlete combined. That's from Mr. Slave. Well, around the rest of the world, not here. They aren't here. Like LeBron James is more famous than both of them in America. Oh heavens, yes. But there'd be a list of. The hundred athletes who are no. more famous in this country than those two. No, I, I wouldn't think say, so. I would say fifteen to twenty for sure. Yeah, but not a hundred. But not I would even go that. I, I would know. say ten maybe. Uh, Giannis, 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 like he's tall, Giannis. but he's nobody watching the NBA in St. Louis. You put him at West County Mall, you may not even see him. That's totally. No, false. but I'm saying if you throw him to West County Mall, he yes, could be hardly recognized. He would be. He's seven foot one. I'm. I'm saying outside of the height, it's not like he has a distinguished. You know. No, but that's got something to do with it. You see somebody huge and athletic, you think, wow, I wonder if he plays. Oh, yeah, man, that is him. Right, Messi's no, Messi like has just almost a normal 500 guy. million Instagram followers. He's, he's, that's insane. But that's around the that's rest of the, mostly insane. the rest of the world, I would think. 500 I mean, those guys million? Are, those guys are gods in Europe 
and clearly in South America, but they they don't have that appeal here. They got an appeal for sure, but they're not near the held on the pedestal in this country as they are in the rest, rest of the world. I think we're overestimating the amount of people that visit West County Mall if you think anybody would be mobbed with fans there. <laughs> that is true. I love how we're using West County Mall as the base. Let me think, who is Tom Brady is right up there with the most uh, recognizable and popular athletes in the United States. If he were to walk around some street in Europe, I'm sure most people wouldn't have a clue who he is. Right, but that's a very uh, that sport is only popular for the most part in America. Yeah, the NFL outside Soccer of America, and basketball nobody cares about. are worldwide sports. Well, okay, Mike Trout, you name it. These, no one would know what oh, he is. Oh, Mike Trout can't even go to L.A. would go around parts of L.A. and not be known. I'm not sure like I'd recognize is, Mike Trout if he was at West County Mall. Yeah, base, but base, baseball players aren't even on the map on that because Major League Baseball player or Major League Baseball just doesn't market their players at all. The most likely place to get mobbed at West County Mall would be the Apple Store because that's where the most people are. You need an appointment and then just to yeah. get Rated by one of those geniuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The last couple of times I've been to West County Mall, there's been quite a few people there. Yep, I agree with Iggy. But the, so that particular packed. store is the most crowded almost all the time. And they're all pissed. You could tell yeah. people are pissed. It's it's olds <laughs> like me saying, I can't figure this out. I can't figure that out. And then somebody with with nose rings and purple right, hair done. comes and <laughs> sets it straight and tells me to get on my this way. This is how you do it, Grandpa. How do you think that those old people feel? When like they, you know, they they drive thirty minutes to the Apple Store, they're mm-hmm. waiting twenty five minutes to get the name called, and it's like, okay, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> just we're just happy high. to have it done. I may go there and have them change my. Just password. happy to get it done. You go there and say, hey, can you download Apple for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. For I bet that. they hear some great questions at places Unbelievable, like that. Unbelievable, man! Yeah. I'd be excited to hear some inside stories on just what people are having quote unquote issues yeah. with. Well, the world changed completely about. 15 years ago, and if you're, you know, the 65-plus category, it, it's not that easy to, to pick up on new technology like that. It just isn't. If you're if you're five years old, it's no sweat. Tell me you about got it. it. I was really afraid that I wasn't going to get cure tickets because at 10 o'clock they came on and on your phone, and then you had to click something and then put this in, then put this in, and then mm-hmm. wait, and then put this in, and put this in. I'm like, I know I'm going to put something in here wrong, and I'm going to yeah. be shut out. <laughs> Were you sweating? I was. <laughs> I struggle sometimes just to call up the blues tickets on my phone. Because yeah. you think they're going to disappear. Yeah, I'm going to do something that's going to cancel it or pay for it twice. Apple oh. Wallet. Apple and I still got it. I mean, I got I got the Apple Wallet and I got all that to save them, like my Ticketmaster account. Right. Because a lot of tickets now are, you know, not paper tickets anymore. The page is doing... all online. Well, yeah, I've never... Page is doing paper tickets again, but... Uh, for the most part, it's electronic. And I'll go to go to, to um, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, open my phone. Nothing. It's not swiping. It's not swiping. Oh, you have to unlock it, then you have to push that over, and now you have to scan. Just like at the airport, we're going to Jamaica. My luggage scan. Somebody help me. It's not doing anything. Come on, help. But if you if you can't afford a cell phone or you just don't want one, I guess it means you just can't go to games and concerts and you airplanes can, and you uh, can, airplanes. I guess they'll give you a ticket, but you can print out what they give you online. Like if you have connection to the internet and the printer, you can print out like that exact QR code that you scan on your phone and then have it as a piece of paper. But that's obviously getting the printer idea. to work. That's a whole nother problem. <laughs> there, that is true. I I would like to think that I'm technologically. Uh, you know, pretty savvy. Sure, savvy. Thank you, Doug. And uh, but if a printer doesn't work, I have no. I cannot fathom how to fix yeah. it. So I, 
I, I, if I need to print something out, I'm upset because why the hell would I have to yeah, print something? Maybe out? it'll work. Maybe it won't. What I found with my printer because it always breaks. I have to go back into the settings, into the printer, uninstall the printer, reinstall the printer, and Brutal. now it works again. Brutal. Just kick it. Kicking doesn't work. <laughs> Printing technology has a ways to go because that's still it's still a struggle more so than it sh- yeah. you'd think it should be. When I d- and the ink is too expensive. Oh, the toner, Doug. What about the toner? Toner too expensive. We did a segment called Things We Like last seg- last hour. This is Things We Don't Like. Yeah. In college, printing stuff out was the biggest pain in the ass Did you have a code? Uh, we had, no, had, had to pay, code to had to pay like a nickel. You had to pay like a nickel for every <sighs> oh. piece of paper you wanted. Really? And yeah, you had to go to like an office. Well, some people had printers, but I had to like go to this office at the student center and like email them what I wanted to print out, and it would cost me like 30 cents. Oh. Being from Ladue, you didn't have your own printer? No, because why the hell would I need a printer? Why, in God's name, every assignment I turned in in college was online. Why would I need a printer? We could do a segment called I've Never. Never have I ever. And I could come up with something every day. Like I can tell right now, I've never owned a printer. Really? Wow, we have one in Madison's office. I've never owned a printer. Why don't you have a printer? Never need one. If you can't afford a cell phone, getting into Bush probably isn't your biggest problem that day. That's from Arbor Day. Well, there are, cell phones are, what, $1,000 if you just try to get in. $700, $800? Yeah, you finance Yeah, I don't think they make flip phones anymore, do they? I, I could see where there's some old-timers who say, oh, I don't want it, out. I don't need it, I just want to go to the game. Sorry, you can't. You don't have a cell phone. <laughs> slew, I, I get a lot of slew paper tickets for yeah. slew basketball games. Yeah. That's still kind of popular yeah. in that. And some people are pissed off, especially concert goers, because people have been collecting concert tickets forever. And now you can't get them anymore. But you, but the venue saves so much on printing costs. Well, they do. That's why they're never going to go back to it. What you should do is screenshot the ticket, email it to you, and then print it. He doesn't have a printer. Well, that's a problem. But and it's then not you a could, ticket. It's just a, it's just a barcode. Yeah, but no, it it shows like the event. I mean, when you go to my Apple, when you go to your Apple Wallet, um, you'll see like past or you'll see that event. And you screenshot it. I know it's not the same. Then you cut all the white off of the uh, printer, <laughs> and then yeah, you got yeah. yourself a screenshotted ticket. At not, least not shows that you went to the event, yeah. and you can mm. kind of have a memory attached to that day mm-hmm. and that event if that's really why you collect tickets. I remember once my dad took me to a game. We'd driven from you know, all of that. I remember exactly. It was against the then Cleveland Indians, now Cleveland Guardians. And uh, we get to parking and my dad goes crap i forgot the tickets at home oh no when you have electronic tickets that's completely unless you forgot your phone which would be you would notice that a lot sooner than you'd probably notice like i like for me like i it's attached to the hip i don't go anywhere i've never been like oh where's my phone you'd almost rather lose your wallet nowadays than your phone 100 percent. i could cancel a credit card debit Mm -hmm. card within seconds if i lose my phone someone could have all my information within seconds you You see how stressed i was in jamaica when i thought i lost my phone at the golf course yeah oh we saw big mike's like uh (laughs) found it bag (laughs) you know i I went to pnc bank blessed of an account uh (laughs) i have money um and so i lost 200 liquid or more a little less now. I had to get oh, gas today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I lost This is probably a month ago, maybe. And I've lost it a couple times in the last year or two. And they pr- it used to be waiting 10 days. You know, you typically wait 10 days for the new debit card to come in or 10 mm-hmm. business days. It typically didn't take that long. They, they cut them up now. They, they just make them now. I went to yeah. PNC Bank and they just go, here you go. And it's activated. All I have to do is like, obviously, on your banking app, you cancel the cards that are yeah. attached, and then they register new ones. So that is awesome. Technology 
has saved, you know, a ton on just waiting for a debit card. Yeah. That one, that's the best. It used to be if you didn't get to the bank by the time Five. it closed on Friday afternoon, and that might be 3 o'clock or so, 4 o'clock, you didn't have any money at all for the weekend. Yeah. There were no ATMs or anything. <laughs> Maybe you could write a check if you had any money in there, but you couldn't deposit a check. You couldn't withdraw any money. So wait, you'd be in the poorhouse for all weekend? That, that's why there were so many banks, because they were very important. Yeah. I hate having to walk all the way to town for milk and eggs. I'd rather just grab the udder and head to the coop. <laughs> this isn't Little House in the Prairie, you grumpy olds. That's from Arthur <laughs> Day. Hmm. I don't know. I think what they've done to what cell phone companies have done now is, I, I don't know. It might be just, it, it's not predatory, but it used to be every two years you were able to upgrade your phone for free. You know, it, you could get the newest phone. You didn't have to pay anything. They didn't buy you out on your other phone. You just traded it in. It's impossible now. You are paying $700 for a phone, even if you've been a T-Mobile customer for three or four years. Because there's no program to get a new phone without selling this phone, which is probably two, three hundred bucks, and the new phones are fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred. So you have to pay an extra eleven hundred that they add on to your bill over the next two, three, four years. It never used to be that hard to get a brand new phone. My phone has not charged on the charging port in a year. But I'm terrified to pay seven hundred dollars more. For a phone I really don't want. Yeah, usually if you turn in your old phone, they'll give you three hundred bucks or so. For that. Yeah, That's but then you got to buy the brand new phone, so you're yeah. out another nine hundred bucks. No, that, uh, it's you, a scam. If it, you if you get an upgrade, it's not that much. There used to don't be. Don't buy iPhone. the newest one. Buy one that's like two generations. Yeah. Sometimes they don't let you. Sometimes they, they only give you the deal. That's the what I'm saying. Like you, you can't. Who's your carrier? We, T-Mobile. There used to be an Apple or you can iPhone get a, you still forever. Get a Thirteen. I, I think you still get a twelve too. Okay. There used to be an iPhone forever plan to where every two or three years you got the upgrade to the newest phone yeah. for free. It is a scam and joke now what they've done. Well, when phones came out, it was phones pretty much... Phones are almost much... two grand. It's a freaking joke. When they first came out, they were just a phone. You called. Maybe you texted. Well, now saying... you're, buying, you're buying a laptop computer. Yeah, this no, is a I'm, high-powered computer. I'm bringing you know? up... I'm talking iPhones. When the iPhone first came Like, when iPhones and Androids were still in existence, it wasn't brand new, but it was still new. You got the upgrade. I think it was the iPhone 5 or 6 is when I was, mm. you know... I think I was at Sprint at the time, but it was free upgrades to iPhones. Like like I said, the iPhone Forever plan was one of the plans that they provided that you got the brand new iPhone if you were a customer for over two years. Your phone was never free. You paid more per month than you would have if you would have paid for it all up front. That's from 304. <laughs> no, I, it, that, that's actually completely incorrect. My bill never changed. You upgraded your phone. It was a package and plan that they provided for you. Like you, a free, that was in your two-year plan is you got a free upgrade, meaning free as in F-R-E-E, meaning my bill didn't change, my plan didn't change. I got the newest iPhone because that was in the original agreement. I didn't pay any more. I, I guarantee you that text <clears throat> is incorrect. Yeah, I think that that's stopped like five, six years ago. Yep. So I used to get the same thing with AT&T. After two years, you could go in and exchange your phone. Because I remember going in, and I still had a flip phone, and I just liked my flip phone. So well, I went in to get a new phone, he goes... All right, now you can upgrade to an Android. I go, ah, I kind of like my flip phone. He goes, yeah, but don't you have trouble texting on that? Look at this Android. You know, you just got, I said, eh, got any flip phones? He talked me into an Android. Finally got an Android. But it was a free phone every two years. Now you can't do that anymore. You got to. You, you have to buy the phone. Like, they j- j- just, there's I can't no imagine. way around it now, and it's an absolute scam and a ripoff. I can't imagine another product ever coming around that will be a bigger part of our lives than the cell phone. If I guess if I could imagine it, I'd invent it. And AI. A billionaire. And something, five, something six, else is coming. I just can't imagine 
how a product could take over our lives the way cell phones have. Yeah. Yeah, sp- specifically the smartphone. Yeah. How do people enjoy golf tournaments without a phone? Oh, look, he's taking a shot. I know. A- everyone has a phone out. But I, I, I get it, though. In, in the 90s, pe- people were always like, you know, oh, I, everybody used to really enjoy the game. If In the 90s, if people had an iPhone, people were going to be shooting their iPhone at major events. Yeah. They would have been there with Jack Nicklet. They would have been there with Jordan hitting their last second shot. Just how happened they didn't have that technology. I suppose at some point in the future there'll there'll be something that you can a backpack or something you, a belt you put around the waist that will pick you up and fly you. You'll be able to fly. That would be an absolute. I could game. see that happening. Traffic and, being non-existent, Doug. Could you yeah, imagine that? you just fly because you got a, a transportation device on you. Can you imagine if you had phones back in the twenties and thirties? Here's Gartland Rice, Grantland Rice. Look, throws Babe Ruth into a horror house. Oh, I don't think he would have done that. <laughs> Even in the he 80s. He was writing great prose. Grantland Rice mention. Grantland Rice. For when the one great scorer comes to mark against your name, he writes, not that if you won or lost, but how you played the game. Yeah. He's like the OG sports reporter. But right? if he had a phone, it would be totally different. Iggy. His, his report would be Babe Ruth leaving a horror house at they 3 in the morning. Iggy, could you imagine Charles Oakley, Michael Jordan, Charles Berkeley, John Daly, Phil Mickelson, I Mickey guess. Mantle had a pretty good time. All these private, like, gambling, like... Joe guy, Namath would have been a good guy to follow. Yeah, guys putting hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on the table, having four women on each arm with mm-hmm. a fur coat. Could you imagine, like, off-air what they It, it wouldn't oh, have man. taken the, the media to follow him. Just the guy sitting next to you would have done it. Yeah, 100%. And then posted it, and then the world would have seen it. Charles you, Berkeley brings in a bag full of cash <laughs> on blackjack table. And then you find out these things later because people talk after that person passed away. They want to besmirch them when they were on. But I was reading the Mickey Mantle book. Um, I forgot which one. But it was him, Whitey Ford, Yogi? I want to say Mel Stottlemyre. I don't remember. It was a third guy in there. Joe Pepitone? Uh, no, it actually might have been... Um, Moose Scourer. Roger Martin. Maris. I think it was Billy Martin. Wouldn't have been Maris. He doesn't it, was, have it was Billy Martin. Tom Tresh? It was Billy Martin, Mickey Billy Mantle. Martin. Tony Kubek. No, I just mentioned oh, it. Oh, okay. And Whitey Ford. Whitey yeah. Ford. And there was a, a Elston Howard. There was a was famous it? actress at this hotel they were staying at on like the, they were on like the fifteenth floor. And they were kind of like next to her, a room or two away, and they were drunk. They got out on their ledge fifteen floors up and scooted down the ledge to her window to look to see if they could find her naked. Fifteen <laughs> stories up. That's impressive. Huh. And drunk, too. That's the kind so of thing you do when you're 24 years old and plastered. famous, plastered, <laughs> right. and think you're immortal. See, now nobody wrote about that then because they probably didn't see him. Probably some people knew. But then after, like, Mickey passed away and this, write this book, they can tell, people will tell these stories that happened then. And, but just to think back then, you know, somebody's down down the phone. Hey, look, there's... Mickey Mantle and Billy Martin up on the 15th floor looking at windows. That's how, Billy I, Martin. That's how I want my athlete to be is, you know, obviously didn't get to watch him play. Obviously, tons of documentaries and books and stories. Yeah, Mickey Mantle seems like the the funnest dude to hang out with and party with and just be. Can you imagine being, you know, attractive, young, athletic in New York, like everything at Superstar. your disposal. Superstar. Yeah. It is just 
mind-boggling to mm. me to think about the access that he had and the life that he had. He seemed well, fun in 61. Derek Jeter. I love that. I love that movie. Derek too. Jeter okay. kind of lived a similar life, I guess. Yeah, but I don't. I think he he got a weird vibe to him. I don't think one he's that attractive. He has a balding hairline at like 28. Really, I don't Shots see. Shots fired. If he if he would have played in Can, if he would have played in Kansas City or Arizona, he's just a guy in terms of attractiveness. You look at Mickey Mantle, boy, that guy got a hog on him. And okay. Get, I mean, he could play with the best of them. I'll so. bring this book in for you if, you want to read. if you're really interested. I'll I would love it. Mickey Mantle in. is a guy. You think um, some of those stories might have been embellished a little bit as the years go by? Uh, you don't want There's no be. real proof that it happened, but they say, yeah, we were 15 <laughs> stories know. up walking on a line. Really? Yeah, you don't want them. You want to believe they're true, but yeah. I don't know. Hey, Iggy, in the book, did Mickey Mantle mention the time that one fan made them cry while signing an autograph? <laughs> That's from uh, Big Tough. That is one of my favorite stories of yours. No, I met him that one time, but I did. I did. We interviewed his son after he passed away, and I don't know if his son wrote a book or not. And I don't think it was Mickey Junior. Was his other son who has recently passed away too. Um, but he was in the studio. I was doing. A, I was doing a morning show with Balzer, and we had him come in the studio. He was in the studio for like an hour and a half. Mickey Mantle? No, his son. Oh, just talking about. You know, his dad and growing up with him and not his dad not really being around. Was Elston Howard with you? Pride of Vashon? No? No, it was just his son. Joe yeah, probably his handler. Okay. Yeah, maybe when did Pepitone, who just passed away recently. Mantle died, what, in the 90s? Early 90s? Earlier than that, I think. No, it was the 90s, I think. Guess uh, there's no real way of finding out. He this no, there is no way. He died rather, rather young. Right. He died in 1995. Yeah. 1995. Like best uh, friends with uh, Mike Shannon, I believe. Um, Costas tells a good story about how when Mickey was in town, he had him stay at his house. <clears throat> and they went to bed. Everyone went to bed. And they just like poured a scotch after dinner. was sitting out in front of the fireplace and just telling stories. And what was the story? They said many stories. I don't remember. But <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Mickey staying at your house. And, you know, yeah, that'd be yeah. super cool. Heading to Turks and Caicos today. Anyone have any suggestions on Lenten fish fries for there oh. for tomorrow? <laughs> Thanks. It's from the 314. Still doing that? Yeah, get yourself a rod. Just go out uh, on the shore. Catch yourself something. I think St. Mary's Church is probably having a fish fry there. <laughs> yeah. We used to do that at Hito. I'd catch Pompano off the shore and then bring him in. The chef would cook him. All right, it's nine. <laughs> it's okay, Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> I was I was fishing naked off the pier. It's nine fourteen in St. Louis. We're going to close our appliance discounters. Eight o'clock hour coming up on the other side of the break. We'll have design air, heating and cooling. Email of the day. It's Cardinals opening day. Get involved. Text on in the EDF. Text inbox three one four eight eight one TMA five. That closes out the appliance discounters. Eight o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, broadcasting live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.